I'm out to play Warriors Come out to play Warriors Come out to play Welcome. I hope you can dig it. Birthday episode. I didn't Big even realize it's that time of year again. Yeah, I did. You did? You're counting the days? Yeah. You got the paper chain that you're ripping off? It's officially two days. It's officially two days. Oh, yeah, yeah from from today when this would release. Yeah. Very cool. Got your pistachio ice cream I on do. reserve? It's, it's on reserve. Yep. You went to a local place this time, not the Dunkin' or the Baskin? <laughs> no, uh, I think we went to a, a Baskin. Not a Dunkin', a Baskin, uh, somewhere else, though. We're not going to that other place. Okay. Again. Fuck them. Did but, you guys maybe, like, sit down with uh, the general manager or something of the store and, like, no, talk it out? No, you maybe, didn't do any of this no, prep work. No. You're setting yourself up for another face plan. No, I believe in these people. You believe in these guys. Griff, it's a birthday. <laughs> it's March Mermanness. We're, we're going to... From here on out, it's just going to get bigger and bigger. We thought we, we, we just topped ourselves with Neil Breen last week. No, it's getting bigger. It's growing. Yeah. 200th episode, end of the month. Like, our consciousness grows every time I watch a Neil Breen movie. The content's going to keep growing. Right, so the gift is all yours, even though it's our birthday month. Yeah. Griff, we're, speaking of getting bigger and better, I got news for you. Oh, boy. You know I slave away at the Twitter machine. I try, I keep trying to get those listeners. It doesn't ever work. Yeah, but there, there's something that the internet at large has against original content and yeah. like thought into textual format. Yeah, they hate they, that. They just hate that. So it's like I've noticed when I used to post shit on Instagram, yeah. the things that would get the most likes were the Dumbest, easiest, lowest common denominator yeah, bullshit. I'm, I'm going to test that theory. I'm just going to put up a 
movie poster of the Warriors with nothing on it, and I'll probably get ten thousand. Just put up a picture of David Patrick Kelly in that rock star hair. Yeah, that would probably do it. You'd probably have him fucking I don't know top tier celebrities coming down on you. Well, speaking of top tier celebrities, getting back to us going viral this past week. Excuse me, Golden Globus Theater <laughs> G- at G and G Theater at G and G Theater. Look for it. Um, yeah. It got the closest we'll ever get to viral. I will never have a tweet that goes this big. It was last time I checked, it was like twenty seven hundred in the area likes. I we got more retweets than I've ever gotten on likes on anything I've come up with. Yeah, like two hundred some retweets. <laughs> yeah, was, so and it was for original content, right? Yeah, exactly. I found a, a stump. I, I hate to break anyone's heart that thought I created this because I did not do this. Somebody did. It, it was a good joke. That's yeah. why I put it up. Yeah, somebody. Made a it's, and it goes back to our last birthday episode, Commando. Oh yeah, they did an action figure for the tree that Schwarzenegger's carrying on his shoulder <laughs> at the beginning. See, you even like you're ready to it's like good, it. It's good. And so I just put it up and simply said, "Finish my Commando action figure set." Yeah, <laughs> started out tepid because I put it up at night. I put it up after I got home uh, from the recording last week's episode. I okay. put it up. Yeah, something happened Sunday morning. And I think it's something called Seth Rogen. What? Seth Rogen. This isn't even a joke. Seth Rogen. Superstar. He's in his own stratosphere. Yes. He liked it. And of course, (laughs) everyone's a star fucker. So everyone jumped on the bandwagon. (laughs) And it was just ding, 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 ding. I got a DM from Seth Rogen. And it just went, (laughs) 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 And then he came back in. I love your guy's humor. I want to do your biopic. And I, oh. I sold our rights to our biopic to Seth Rogen. No shit. He's, he's going to be playing you, which is perfect typecasting. No, that's awful Franco's playing me. He's, he's got his group of people he works with. That's do you true. want Jonah Hill to play you? Yeah. Okay, then Jonah Hill will play you. Okay, I'd yeah, rather Is he skinny that. or fat now? I don't know. He goes back and forth. No, he's skinny now. Okay. He's but he's in... still got the shitty tattoos all over his body? Oh, my God, yeah. Good. Just like me. I got yeah. all the shitty that's tattoos. Perfect. So Yeah, that's more one-to-one. Hill. And he was in Moneyball. Come on. Yeah, it just I makes didn't, sense. I didn't see that. that was a good oh, movie. I'm not going to see it. It's a great it. movie, in I'm fact. Not see it. I thought, was he in Moneyball? Yeah. I thought he, 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 I thought he was in Wolf of Wall Street. He was in that, too. He just plays like asshole nerds. That's like his He's like, a his, his... quiet nerd in Moneyball. Oh, he's, he's the one who propelled Moneyball into existence, essentially. Okay. So, okay. Uh, getting to the movie this week. It's a big movie. Yeah. That's why we picked it. Because it's, it's a big day. It's our birthday. It's, we always do big movies on our birthday week. You got to do it. You know, it's. I'm sorry. I got to go back a little bit. Two steps back. Okay. I imagine when you posted that action figure of the tree stump that yeah. he was carrying, it was like in that old school like packaging and all yeah, that. Yeah, like the Star Wars packaging. A couple of years back on Instagram, I posted, they, they did one of Bennett in his nice chain link vest, yeah. chain link vest crochet chest or yeah. piece or whatever i posted one of those and it did very well as well yeah so it's just basically people want to see stuff i know that that's what they respond to L- i know that lcd uh, lowest common denominator i mean of course we're not talking about our listeners they're sophisticated oh yeah that it's that's why we know we're they're it's, not all on yeah. twitter because they would be just right, going nuts yeah. over the shit you post so right. Uh, I'm going to get back on Instagram, and I'm just going to do pictures of single Skittles and M&Ms. <laughs> Make That's them it. sexy. 
Make the M&M sexy. <laughs> what happens to the Skittles? Do I have to make them they're, sexy? They've never been sexy. <laughs> they've never been. They're, they're uh, non-binary or whatever the fuck. They don't <laughs> okay. fuck. Okay. They don't fuck. Okay. No, M&M's fuck M- all over the place. <laughs> of course they fuck. Okay. <laughs> I, by the way, I want to say, if you guys hate dealing with uh, podcast apps, Griff's actually got off his ass and been putting up a lot of our content on our YouTube page. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Because Thank it went you. like three months with nothing. It was like three months. And now it's just bam, bam, bam. Uh, and I, I want to give Griff some credit. Oh. Griff is the best at figuring out the perfect picture to put with our video. Thank you. That's why you're, on, you're our Instagram guy. I just want to give that. I don't. I don't think. I don't feel like give you enough credit. So I just want to give that to you. The shout out to Griff. Yeah, that's it, my birthday present to you. My birthday present to you. I mean, I get to compliment all your wonderful posts all the time. I'm glad somebody does because nobody else cares. It's such gold. Oh. I know. I'm Rump, I'm Rumpelstiltskin, just weaving this gold. You really are. And people are just like, no. There's no, there's no gold, s- shifting through the shit. You know. Yeah. You know, just looking for dollar comics like you do at you know the what's it called store. Which yeah. they're not even dollar comics anymore. No, it's a motherfucker. But Murray, warriors. warriors are at hand. Warriors, great fucking movie. Aren't they trying to reboot this fucking movie? They've been, of they've they been talking about it for like the past twenty years, and the and they always say, I remember when they were talking like with Snoop Dogg being involved. That's how far ew, back it ew, goes. Ew. But they want to do a realistic one. That's not the Warriors. That's if if you actually did. And I think Walter Hill originally wanted to do a more realistic gang picture we wouldn't be talking about it today if you did because what why people love the warriors is the crazy fucking gangs yes it's so fucking good this is why we got knockoffs of it with trash uh i forget what warriors of the wasteland was that no that's no, not it was it. uh escape from the bronx escape from the bronx, bronx warriors bronx warriors fucking yeah. amazing i love that this movie spurred that genre and it's a good right. genre i love it over the top fucking groups all that minutes not mm, oh, perfect perfect amount of time yeah, I mean, don't. If you're going to, first of all, don't remake it. It's Please already don't. been done. But if you're going to remake it, make it crazier. I, mean, I want crazier gangs. I don't what, want fucking just guys wearing basketball jerseys. Yeah. All right. What I know we're going to get, it's going to be an hour longer. Yeah. There's going to be a backstory on the various members of each gang that we have to now be sympathetic to. Right. Luther is going to be a character who we also realize he's not just fucked up. Like, he's got a soft side to him. Maybe his son died of cancer, and now he's turning against the world. Why can't he just be a chaotic evil? This movie doesn't even exist, and I'm already upset at it. Because <laughs> we already know it's going to be trash. But, Murray, we're geniuses. Yes. We make pitches all the time. Yeah. So, if there were a reboot, I know we would have some gangs for it. Uh, Before we get into that, I got a question for you, Griff, because we're what gang would you want to be in if you were in the world of the Warriors? What game? What gang would best suit you? I know what everybody's thinking right now. Yeah, because you said it last week. But I just—I've been talking baseball. I just dropped Moneyball, but that feels wrong when I think about it. When I think of what I want to do, what I, how I want to strut, I'm thinking I got to have my chest out. I got to pop the pecs. I got to let the abs, you know. Dazzle everybody. I got to wear the brand's comb jewelry. I got to be in the Warriors. You know, I'd Not be the baseball furious. I would be a brand's comb. But then on the last minute research I did before you got here, yeah. I found out one of the members of the of the baseball furies 
is one Steve James. I have to be brothers in arms. So you would with give up Steve your James. lifelong despisal of face paint. I'm glad you brought that up. I forgot to bring up that point. That's the biggest caveat for me with the baseball theories. Putting things on my face, as we all know, is to me uh, the Murray defecation tank. He won't go in it. Yeah. I won't put he, face paint on. Griff refuses to take a money shot. Mm. No. Nope. I Come can't. on my chest. Every time we go to see King Diamond, Murray's like, you got to pay tribute. <laughs> yeah. Paint the face. You got yeah. the perfect mustache. You, you got to do it. You and do. I got the chops and everything. I could put on a cowl. Yeah. I could face paint. <laughs> and I, King would call me up. He would. He would. I can't yeah. do it. I can't let the fucking paint touch my face. Just can't do it. But well, you would do it for Steve James. I would do it for Steve James. Mine... Is also on the nose. It's kind of obvious when I re- reveal it. Yeah, I would be the only white guy in the Gramercy riffs. Does it make it makes perfect sense? Couldn't you yeah. see me in a glittery gi with some mirrored shades? I just can't. I would just be the only white guy. No other white guy would be invo- would be allowed in the Gramercy riffs, but me. Now, do you see guy yourself as the leader or the one A type guy? I think I. Well, I don't think I don't think nobody can replace Cyrus. Exactly. But I think I could be in the size role. I could do it. Oh, you could be in, okay, the guy who takes over after yeah. Cyrus I goes could, I could see the glittery gi, glittery hmm. gi. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. It's obvious. It makes sense. It makes sense, for sure. Now, the big question is, say we're starting from scratch, like, we got to start our own gang in the Warriors. Of course. What would our Warrior gang be? <sighs> All right. This this is a really hard thing. It's taken me weeks to figure this out. Yeah. Really, well, you got it. It's an important decision. Uh, we're both method, of course. So I went and lived on the streets for a little while and thought, who are the toughest fucking motherfuckers around? And I realized after several days, that's not me. I'm not a fighter. Uh-huh. You know. So my group, their thing is not to be a brawlers. And in fact, we're spread across the cities. We're everywhere, and we're just blending in well enough. We're Venhala, aka. The vendors. Venhala. Mm-hmm. We fight for, for Venhala. We're street vendors. We got the cart. Oh, okay. You had to explain it to We me. sling yeah. hot dogs. We sling kukulash. We sing you, pizza so you slices. You supply the rumbles. Like when there's a rumble coming, you guys are there just to give the hot dogs. Yeah, we could be doing that. But, again, we're reconnaissance, so we're, all, we're getting You're information. You got that entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. So that's, that's where I'm going. I'm on the same page with you as far as n- not getting my hands dirty. I, because you know, I like to think of myself as a thinking man's thug. Yeah, I like you're more I'm like more trouble. Cere- I'm more cerebral. You're like trouble man. I can imagine. Yeah. Like you, you, you stand back. You go to the pool halls. You wear your cool jacket that you got on here today, yeah. which you didn't wear for Black Exploitation Month for some reason. I didn't. I forgot I had it. It's very cool. It's pleather though. It's not you, leather. You probably can hear it crunching yeah. in the background. <laughs> yeah, get that in there. <laughs> you in the Velcro. <laughs> That's uh, when I do a really good joke. Yeah, of course. Um, my group would be called the passive aggressors. We Ooh. would, we would <laughs> like before a fight. We go, are you really going to be wearing that in a fight? <laughs> and it was just like mind fuck people, you know. So we would just like they would they would just I would I would break their mind or I wouldn't need to break their body. I would break their mind. Man, I think I think my uh, good friend Mr. Gafford was a member of the passive aggressors cuz yeah. he once got in a fight with like another team's coach at a baseball game. The guys like, "I'm going to kick your ass." And he said, "Not in those shorts." 
Right, and you do, that, you immediately disarm them. They don't did, know what to do. Yeah, exactly. It de-escalated the situation <laughs> completely. It was amazing. Right. It's still talked about amongst our families. It's perfect. I love that. The passive aggressive. Yeah. Now, every great gang has to have a great rival. Oh, yeah. Now, what would your rival gang be? All right. So there's a couple different rivals wow. because now we've got. Fuch. Well, your world. Well, you're all. You're in everyone's turf. Yeah. Uh, well, they don't. They don't understand that we're also packing heat. Let's say, like we've or had meat. all. We, we well, we definitely pack the meat. <laughs> Some of us pack falafel though. We don't do the meat. So okay. you know, we welcome everybody. Okay. Um, but can you get well, some shawarma with that falafel? Yeah, okay. of course. Well, Good. that's a different guy. Okay. So, anyways, my can you get gang. some Sayanaki? Hey, everyone's talking about that fucking Kojak Dippy Tap Griff. Everybody, everybody's talking about with it. good reason. Go listen to it. Uh, so, I mean, there's the food truckies that are out there now. They're yeah. part of our rivals because they think they spit on the food, you know, the street vendors. Yeah, because they're better than you, but they're exa- not exactly because they have this whole vehicle to shield themselves. We're exposed to the world. We're out there, blue jeans, smocks, and fucking. Male pattern baldness just out the wazoo. <laughs> like, there is no street vendor with full head of hair. There's no rock star here. You're, you're like monks. You, like, kind you of. shave the crown of your head. Kind of. It's just <laughs> natural, though. It's just all the sodium fumes that, you know, okay. you smell all day. It just kills your hair. I don't know what it is. Uh, so there's the food truckers, but then a real gang. They call themselves the kale counts. The kale counts. And we call them the kale cunts. The calorie counters, the fucking fitness people who are constantly like with the GoPro sticks, you know, uh, recording themselves working out to lord it over other people on social media that I work out all day. So they wear like short shorts and tank tops. They do that. They wear the Under Armors. Anything LeBron is advertising right now, is they have copper it. copper blended into any of their... Oh, they've definitely got uh, the copper wristband. Brett Favre endorsed it. They, yeah. they literally buy anything an athlete endorses. That's them. Or celebrity. If it's a celebrity athlete, even better. But, of course, you know, they, they fucking they spit on our customers because they're like, you shouldn't be eating that. That's not pure. So, of course, we're naturally against them. And the thing is, they're not associated. Like, they're, they're everywhere, and nobody likes them. So we don't blow our cover by beating the shit out of them. Okay. Who's that- you? Huh? No, I thought you had more. Is that it? Do you have any more gangs? Oh, no, no, just those two. Okay. <laughs> My rival, is, this is kind of on the nose if you know me, but it, it has to be said. The Grimy Gints. Oh, the Grimy Gints. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to go for like some cosplayers or something. Well, they are. They're, they're Robert Ginty cosplayers. Oh, yeah, of course. They wear army jackets. That's their look. <laughs> they, put, they, they go full method. They do the uh, Marlon Brando Godfather thing where they put like cotton in their, je- their cheeks to make their jowls. Yeah, yeah, expand. yeah. And when they get ready to brawl, they wear, like, the welder mask. Of course, exterminator style. And, of course, I lived to murder Robert Ginty or anyone who looks like him. So, of course, we're, we're like cats and dogs. We're natural enemies. Oh, my God. Jets and sharks, cats and dogs. It's right. natural for you guys. I love it. Imagine, guys, are you, like, bordering, too, like, your, your, your territory? Yeah, there's constant tension. Constant tension. Now, is can anybody join uh, the, the Vandalas or... Is is there an initiation that you have to do? Well, of course, there's an initiation, and you see when you see a street vendor. Obviously, I pointed out the male pattern baldness. It's gonna come in time, but if you're new and you got the hair, we're gonna shave it off. We're gonna okay. give you male pattern baldness for the first few months. Seating hairline in a bald spot. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have wow, to help you. Full get, blown. Yeah, you gotta have that. 
uh, you got to be able to provide us with some kind, again, reconnaissance. So you got to be able to come in with some information. So we'll allow people to be street vendors. We'll see you with the rock star hair and we'll know you're not one of us yet. And then to come in, you have to shave that hair. You have to have some good information for us. You have to tan and hide your own belt because we're going to be giving you one of the greatest change holsters, you know, so you can fling out the quarters real quickly. So you have to make your own belt. And then you have both you and the belt have to endure several lashes. So if the belt breaks in the middle of the lashes, you're not in. Got to run the gauntlet. Exactly. So it's a little bit of a gauntlet there. And, uh, of course, you get the ceremonial smock at the end of it because all street fighters course, wear yeah. the smock. And you're going to have blood from, you know, your kale count fights all over it, and you can't, you can't wash that. It's, that's just there now. Yeah, you're not allowed to wash it's not, it. It's not quite sanitary, but you're not going to a street vendor for sanitary food, all right? Right. That sodium bath kills all bacteria. Good. Um, the Passive Aggressors, our initiation, like I said, we're mental. So... What you got to do is you got to we're going to have a, 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 a black gay drag queen on on commission because <laughs> you got to play the dozens with them. And if you last 10 minutes without crying, you're in the gang because there's no meaner person and sassier a person than a gay black drag queen. Have you been watching RuPaul's Drag Race or something? No, but that's what I'm going for. OK, you're sassy as fuck. And if you can take that that mental blistering. Ten minutes without crying, you're in the gang because you are you're mentally sound. Right? Do you guys have like a you know? Because obviously all of our gangs have a uniform. Do you have like a uniform? No, you're still allowed to wear whatever you want. Whatever you want, as long as you endure. You come to the to the uh, sassy drag queen as you are, and that's your outfit once you pass that time. Well, that's the thing. Well, the the sassy drag queen needs some ammunition. He's got to, like, size you up. Right. And then after that, the trial by fire, you're like, I can wear whatever I want because you can't can't come back at me. Yeah. Now, the grimy gints, their initiation, got to fuck their sister or somebody who looks like their sister. (laughs) That's the most... Fucked up group I've ever heard. That's of. why, yeah, that's why I, that's why we're our natural enemies. I have to destroy these people. I imagine it's very hard to remain passively aggressive <laughs> against these motherfuckers. Well, yeah, sometimes we got to bust heads, but, right? You know, but everybody else, it's like yeah. outside the outside of the, yeah. the uh, Well, I mean, some people, not everybody's. You know, some people are strong. You got like if I can't break you down mentally, then we got to got to rumble. We got to get the chains out. And so, at one point, you try to break down the grimy gints because I imagine you just went straight for the chains. Yeah, we went through no, the no, crime against. They're like they're their natural enemy. I can't. You guys probably can't. They even... have to be eradicated. Like other gangs, you just beat them up and you send them on their way. Yeah, you got to eradicate the crime against. They're the plague. They're COVID. Yes. You've got to stomp it out. Yeah, they're Nazis. Hey, everybody, guess what? Even in this movie that came out in '72, they said fuck Nazis. Why can't we get back to fucking Nazis? Well, same fuck Nazis. Well, they kind of all they kind of came together because there's a there's a multiracial skinhead gang in. That it's was interesting. Bit. I was very intrigued by that. But then again, I mean, you have you, you have some interesting people out there who, I don't know. Well, it's so right. interesting. I think we need to get to the trailer so we can start talking about it. Yeah, that's good, Paul. So everybody, why don't you all come out and play and listen to this trailer for The Warriors. Can you dig it? These are the armies of the night. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? 
the Furies, the Boppers, the Hi Hats, the Lizzies, the Turnbull ACs, the Gramercy Riffs. Riffs! These are the Warriors. We know about the Warriors. They're a heavy outfit. They're from Coney Island. Warriors? You guys are the big dudes, huh? Now, they're in the Bronx. We're going back. 27 miles behind enemy lines. It's the only choice we got. Between them and safety, stand 20,000 cops. <laughs> and 100,000 sworn enemies. I want them all. I want all the Warriors. They've got one way out. They've got one chance. They've got one night. The Warriors. Right, we're welcomed in with the sweet sights of Coney Island at night. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. I mean, even in this movie, it looked completely run down. Is that what's going? Decay. Yeah, is... this is going down in New York at the time. Okay, yeah. so probably guerrilla filmmaking here. Yeah, there was like like all of our black exploitation movies. There was no, there was an issue with like having to pay gangs. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah. Okay, and there were real gangs allowed at the gathering. Nice. You know, I mean, you you had so many people in that park. It makes sense to you know get some extras around. Right. That's really fucking cool. But I mean, this was based on a book. I want to read the book now. Even though yeah. I, bet, I bet it's nothing like the movie. Probably not. But uh, there's probably a character named Swan and uh, Cyrus, and yeah, that's about that's it. About it. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's supposed to take place in this quasi future, like like two years from now, like not like super far into the future. Two years know? from seventy two. Where every yeah, whenever you're not seventy nine when it came out. Oh, it's seventy nine. Excuse me. Whenever you watch it. It's two years in the future. Oh, you know, like, so we're looking at twenty twenty. I mean, it's not, it's not exactly. I mean, what I'm saying is, it's in the near future. Okay. I think. I think in the director's cut, they even say that they got a thing where it's like sometime in the future. It reminded me a little bit of Cyborg, you know, or not Cyborg? Yeah, Cyborg. So I imagine it was the distant future of 1998. Maybe I don't know. I think that's but, what Cyborg. Yeah, the world's was. in chaos. Well, I mean, if you're living in New York, 1979, you this. It wouldn't be that much of a stretch to believe that we would get to this point, right? Where gangs are like ruling the streets. You didn't have Rudy Rudy Giuliani there to save you at you New didn't. York. No, you didn't. Yeah. So yeah, there's word out. We're in Coney Island. Where that's the Warriors turf. Yeah. And we got. I never. I mean, I forgot that Swan is not the leader of the Warriors. It's Cleon. Yeah. Cleon's rocking a fucking Iron Sheik look. He's got the fucking towel on his head with a fucking headband holding it on. Obviously, we talked about the gangs and the uniforms and everything. The Warriors' uniform stretches it a little bit. Yeah. Because the the vest is what keeps everything in. Right. And that's interesting because they don't button their vest. They don't wear a shirt under their vest. So a lot of their things are out. But the vest is the one thing you need to have. And then they play on, like, the time frame of a warrior and, like, regional warrior type figures because you said it like uh what's his name there are all kinds of warriors clan's going for the the middle eastern kind of warrior look yeah we got cochise who's obviously he's indian Mm -hmm. and we got ajax who must be a spartan he's He's gotta be i think rembrandt's trying to do kind of like his own um 
Maybe like Black Panther type of thing. Rembrandt, maybe Snow was. Snow was the the other guy. With oh the yeah, yeah. Uh, Rembrandt obviously was the little brother of the gang. Like, he was. He was a pussy, but he was good with art, so they took care of him. You know, you got to have somebody who can put up good tags, and that was right. his job. Was the tag warrior? He did one, <laughs> but you know that was still the point. Right. And then I don't, I don't know who Swan is. He, I don't know. He's he was channeling. Maybe a knight? I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe like a Templar or something. Yeah. You know? I'm going to go with that. But yeah, and so Cleon comes up to Swan. We get a nice, we get a nice uh, cuts where we're seeing all the gangs gathering for the gathering of the Thuggalos that Cyrus is putting together. And then we get a little backstory with the warriors talking about the things happening. Yeah, it's very good how they did this. You got a lot of story. You got a, a good base. In Great fucking like uh, synth soundtrack playing. Beautiful. And Cleon's like, hey, man, we're on the street. Cyrus, he's got this. He's got big plans. We got to go to uh, the park. We're going to go up to the Bronx. Let's let's remember the rules here. Nine guys, nine representatives from a bunch of the gangs. Like, hundreds of gangs are being invited here, but nine members each. Right. And no guns or weapons of any kind, was it? Or just right. guns? I think it was no weapons at all because yeah. you got a... Uh, it's truce. Yeah, it's truce. And, like, people are like, Ajax, he's a troublemaker of the group. He's like, oh, fuck this Cyrus guy. He's a queer. You know, he's dropping a lot of homophobic Whew. slurs. Yeah, every other word it out was, of him. It was 79. You know? And he was, he, was a, he was an asshole. So, of course, yeah. he was. He is the shit. asshole character. They got it right back then, too. And he's like, because he's all like, you know, he, he, he's got his eyes on Cleon's position. So, he's just like, you know, like. Fuck that. We could take on the whole world of the Warriors. We don't even like whatever. Dude. Even though it seems like they just hide out in Coney Island and yeah. no one bothers them. Right. So I don't I don't get that. And I liked how even though they're gang members, nobody jumps a turnstile the subway, they put their Coke token in and they the go. The Coke token. <laughs> yeah, they did. And so yeah, we're getting scenes of all these colorful gangs. I love it, these colorful gangs. We got the so boppers, cool. we got the Turnbull ACs, we got the Saracens, we got the Savage Huns. Uh you got the fucking uh the 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 mime gang, you got the fucking that, purple. They're the hi hats. The hi hats? Okay. Yeah. The purple jazz club, uh That's the boppers. The boppers. Yeah. Oh, there's so many good gangs. It's so you got fun. the Panzers, which had the camo on. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I researched the gangs. Oh cool. And you got the baseball furies, they get they're coming out of their like lair in the under ground where they this got bats cool. like lined yeah, up yeah they had like a basement apartment and as you come up the stairway they had it lined up like a dugout <laughs> they're living next to Laverne and Shirley in their basement apartment very nice and yeah they're all getting ready yeah, I guess yeah I guess the baseball's on a gun so I guess they could bring their baseball bats that's yeah I don't remember them having them when they were there but they yeah either way they were there because they're one of the good gangs we're gonna find out later that not all gangs were invited so Keep that in mind. And, like, fucking HX is like, I bet nobody even shows for this fucking thing. Fuck this Cyrus guy. Yeah. Because Cyrus runs the biggest gang, the Gramercy Riffs, in New York. Yeah, so they're, 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 they're top dogs. Like, if we had a right. competition, they're, they're getting the first seat right. every That's year. That's why I would be in them. Yeah. In Mer, yeah. Mer March Madness or whatever we're calling yeah. this. Yeah. Mermadness. March Mermadness. March Mermadness. that hard. Yeah. So Ajax is continuing to go on. He's like, I'm going to get out there and nail some wool, which apparently means put his dick in some vagina. Yeah, that's why I'm going to start using that phrase. That's you nice like phrase. that one, nailing uh, wool? Yeah. Better it, than eating a peach. Better than... I mean... Well, can you nail wool anymore? There's not a lot of wool going around anymore. We're, I not mean, knit, we're knitting a lot more sweaters these yeah, days. Yeah, in 79, it was all wool. 
But now, yeah. We're into the polyester. He's like, He likes that 70s look. Yeah. He's like, give me the tan lines and the wool. <laughs> and so... Yeah, they're all they'll jump on the fucking. They're they're. I get. I don't know the layout of fucking New York at all. Not I've at only all. been there once forty years ago. They keep so us it seems like, like Coney Island's on the opposite side of the Bronx. Yeah, they keep talking about it like it's, an it's hour Brooklyn. away yeah. is what they made it sound like. So and so yeah. So then we're there. We're at the concave, the gathering of the Thuggalos. We got all the gangs in this kind of amphitheater type thing, skate park. I don't know what the fuck is going on. With you got that. wrestling on one side. You got a fucking uh, Fago contest on the other side. You got skanky girls doing wet t-shirt, con- wet Fago contests. Uh, fights nearly breaking out. Family. Family. It's, you know. I would have, If we did it now, I would have a Juggalo gang in my group of... Like we did the movie now, you got to have the juggle. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. I wouldn't like the nod because I like my I like my worlds to be taking me out of my reality because I hate my reality. So I would rather be like separated from it. But I feel like you would have to throw the juggalos in there. Right. And then now Cyrus finally arrives and he's got like a gi on because that's the fucking Gramercy Riffs look. Yeah, I like it. But he's just, he's like special. It was like really elaborate. And they got a little like podium set built up for him. Oh yeah, and he's climbing it, and he's like Kenya Coates, and he's counting all the faces. They're all waiting on this bated breath. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, he says Kenya Coates, suckers. And then he just he lays out some fucking science, some knowledge on these people. It's like there are ten million gang members in New York City. And only 10,000 police officers. Can you dig it? And everyone's like, yeah. And I was thinking, Griff, I, I, where have I heard this speech before? This was Barack Obama's inauguration speech. He stole it from the wars. You remember? He said, can you dig it at least 20 times? You're right. And there was an applause of standing ovation every time. That's why the world was perfect under Obama. Perfect, yeah. <laughs> because we dug it. We dug it. We did dig it. And he, he he then there's there's an also there's some Bernie Sanders influence on Cyrus too. I think Bernie was there. The the the, the bashful Bernies were there. <laughs> you couldn't see him because they were hiding. But I think they advised Cyrus because he's like, look, man, why are we fighting for fucking ten feet of turf when we could own this fucking? City? Oh yeah, and of course he got a hearsay or you know a one up from uh, Nader's Nades. <laughs> Nader's Nads. Nader's Nads. <laughs> And there, there, he's in there. Just he's just fucking like we could. Why don't we just fucking align? Put our fucking shit aside. Take borough by borough. Take over this fuck. They can't stop it. Meanwhile, like I mean, this obviously he's 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 smoking the hopium because yeah, the fucking military would come in and shut this shit down really oh, quick. Oh, absolutely. Like they're gonna abandon fucking New York City. Yeah, no, we need we need class warfare. We still have yeah. class warfare today. We're always pitting the low life amongst each other's instead of allowing them to you know come up and but there's one everyone's into it but one gang the right. rogues of course and we're seeing like cops start to arrive on the right. outskirts of the park and everything right. and so this comes into question what the fuck happened here because we start to see just are we ready for this are we ready to see Chekhov's gun being passed through yeah. and so we just see a close up of hand passing a gun along and so, 
I thought the cops handed off this gun because we know there was no weapons allowed. There was clearly security. I mean, the GC riffs probably patted everybody down because their numbers are huge. So they probably had somebody at every gate patting everybody down. There's no guns in here. So how'd the gun get in? I think the rogues are working with the cops. I think this is supposed to be. I think everybody thinks that. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I I think we got reverse Mandela affected because I think we all collectively forgot that this was supposed to be like the FBI going after Martin Luther King. Or Malcolm X. Or Malcolm X. And yeah, so we see Luther, the game played by David Patrick. Ooh, Kelly. 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 Yeah. Detroiter. We, Detroiter. And he was in our birthday movie last year. We always do a David Patrick Kelly movie for <laughs> that's, our birthday. That's the new fucking trend. We got to do one next year now. Dreamscape will be the next one. There we go. Um. Yeah. He, perfect weasel. Oh, he is such a good weasel. But he's got great rock star hair at the same time. 100% great. And he's got the fucking Steve James headband. Yeah, he he... he because the gang is basically based, they should be called the Cruisers because they're leather daddies. They all have their little leather caps and the leather jackets. They did, yeah. But he had his own style. He's like, I mean, he had the he had the jacket, but he's like, no, I, I can't hide this fucking beautiful mane. No, you can, you can. So he just put a little headband on it to hold, you know, hold it out of his eyes. And he helped hold it in his eyes a little bit there because <laughs> he has business to do, he which does. is. Boom! Just as to the crescendo, he's one last powerful. Can you dig it? Before he can get it out, boom! And then Cyrus just falls off that little. Two by four podium. It's like if you shot MLK right in the middle of "I Have a Dream" and then he gets shot. Well, he was you making know? a can you dig it? Yeah. Shot. Well, yeah, uh, the accentuation, the point, art you know? imitating life, art imitating life. And then everyone, what the fuck? And then Luther, the warriors did it. Well, yeah. So there's a moment where the crowd clears, and there's just this, just fucking tunnel vision that happens where Luther locks eyes on Fox, a member of the Warriors, yeah. and War and Fox locks on to him. And then, uh, yeah, Fox they, is, was in the thing. Fox was in the thing. He was the dude. He didn't look. Any, he looked totally different. He had he had a beard and the sunglasses. Okay. He's the guy that when they do the blood test, and then the, the like the hat guy's head splits open. He's the guy who gets his head crushed by the like the oh like nice flytrap head. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they lock eyes, and then in the in the panic because everybody's running around, no one knows where to go, and the cops have turned on the floodlights, so it's chaos. Right, and that's when, of course, Luther he works his magic in chaos. He, he why would anybody believe Luther? He's like he just looks like dishonest. I know a hundred percent in that voice. <laughs> as soon as I heard it, it's like here, Lord Bobert, you know, utter bullshit. <laughs> eh? The Lions did it! And it's just like, oh, man, nails on a scar. And you think the Ugh. last people that would believe him would be the Riffs, but they're like, Masai's like, grab that motherfucker. And they grab Cleon, the leader. Was it the Riffs? Yeah. I thought everybody... Cause well, there were a bunch, yeah, it was a bunch yeah, of different Yeah, people. a bunch of people started piling on, like, n- nobodies. That, they were just random gangs that were there. And Cleon started fighting back because they were coming at him. And so I think the Riffs saw that, and they're like, well, clearly they're guilty. Like, when you run away from the cops, you're immediately guilty and should be sentenced to death, Judge Dredd style. So I think when the Riffs saw that, they were like, well, clearly the Warriors are up to no good. They're in a power struggle to try to get take over our reigns. So I think that's what happened. I so think Cleon gets fucking beat to death basically yeah and the warriors they they find a way out because everyone's after their ass swan is the the war chief now he takes over he's second in command and they run for a cemetery yep so we're hanging out in here we're hiding behind uh headstones and gravestones thinking of their plan because they got to get back to coin like what a dumb plan like they're gonna be like 
hey, we got to respect Coney Island. We're not going to go. In. They don't even respect it at the end. The riffs go into Coney Island. Like, so who gives a fuck? I'd be like, we got to get out of town. I wouldn't be like, we got to get back to our turf. Right. I, again, it's just they don't know any other world. So it's like everybody in this. In- Somehow it's like the, the invisible wall. Like, I go, I'm in my turf now. You can't come in. Yeah. It's like, there's, it's, there's you're, you're idiots. No, they can. It's not even it. like they had more. Like, I thought maybe the idea was they had more gang warriors back at home. But the Warriors weren't even <laughs> worried about bringing extra people because their gang was nine people deep. So they were like, oh, we've got the yeah. right amount of people. We can all go. Yeah, their bench ain't that deep. They've got a short bench, but yeah. the war- the Rogues were the same way because yeah. they just had a car. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Rogues sucked. You want I mean, they were like that much far above the Orphans. It's you know? hard to find um, a bunch of people who could follow Luther. You yeah. know, he's not, he doesn't have. Yeah, he'll sell you out in a second. Exactly. He, th- there probably was more members and he sold them out. So, Swan, thankfully, he's the leader. He's cool, calm, collected. He's just like, all right, we're going to do this. We're gonna do-. Ajax immediately, I want to be the war chief. Oh, of course he does. Let's go fuck some shit up and nail some wool. <laughs> and he's like, no. We, there's a whole entire, there's 10 million. Did you just hear it, Cyrus? 10 million gang members there. Yeah. They're all out for our heads. And it's like, how are we going to get? We're an hour and a half away from home by train. If we go by foot, we have to go through 400 different There's territories. at least 100 miles. Yeah, like fucking New York City is 100 miles across. Somebody actually says that. No, it's not. But, yeah, it might as well be, though. So they're like, yeah, we got to get on this fucking train right there. They, the train's right next to the, the cemetery. They have no idea if the truce is still on or off, if they should be bearing arms, if they should just... Sneak around and bust heads. They they have no idea what to do. And of course, Ajax again in the power struggle here. He's like, let's just go through, cut a rug, nail some wool, <laughs> cock some coos, co- c- uh, coos. There we go. Cock some coos. Cock some coos. Yeah. Cock some coos. Uh, and we'll just have a good old time. And Swan's just like, no, it's about the survival of our gang. We got to get to Coney Island and. Of course, everybody is on Swan's side. They see his leadership. He's sticking right. his neck up real high. And Ajax, he's got that little, uh, that little, what would you call him, a Roman? A Spartan. A Spartan. He's got that little Spartan neck, you know, so he can't stick it out. He doesn't look like a he's, commander. He's Luther with short hair, basically. Yeah. He needs to learn his place. He does. He does. And, but Swan, he's cool. He, I mean, I would have smacked the motherfucker. But Swan, like, he's like, I don't, we don't need any hostilities. Right. Let's go on the train. If we get separated, meet at Union Square. That's right. So, all right, they got a plan. Of course, they have to have Rembrandt tag a gravestone. <laughs> yeah, ruin this fucking beautiful big gravestone with some shit. It was like, W. It, it was not good. <laughs> it wasn't. They should have spent a little more time on how to, you know, what their symbols should have been. So now we go to the Griff's, the Riff's lair, not the Griff's, the Riff's. <laughs> we see Masai, who's, who, who would be my role if I joined the Grammarcy Riff's. He's got the... the he, I, you think he inherited it? Because... Was that always his glittery gi, or did he inherit that from Cyrus now that he's the, the war chief? I think he had a glittery gi, but it was a different color, and then he okay. had to assume this gi okay. when he had to take the And he the put reins. on the black belt. He was wearing a purple belt before, but now he's got a black belt. Yeah, of course. And he's got the mirrored shades, and he, the whole Gramercy Rifts, the whole gang's together in their underground lair, and they're like, Masai gives him the news. He's like, fucking Cyrus is dead. <laughs> Send out the fucking, you know, Yeah, the they're like, he's asking around, does anybody know who these warriors are? And there's so many gangs, they don't even know who the warriors right. are. No one goes out to Coney Island. It's an hour away. Right. By train. Yeah. So, you know, they get no news, and he's just like, hit the radios. 
And right. They, the fuck, Gramercy Radio is so powerful. They have their own radio DJ. Everybody had their own radio station. It's like podcast today. Everybody <laughs> had their own radio station back in 79. So we meet the character, the DJ. We never see your face. We see your mouth, much like we do when we do our show. We just put the camera. We never show you the, this oh, video. Yeah. But we always film ourselves, our mouths, just, just at the mouths. Just the mouths. We put nice lipstick on so my mustache really pops. Right. Um, it's really good. It's good look. I like how they do this though. The act, like how they can transition scenes with the DJ. It's very yeah. good. And she like gives like coded messages about you know like here's one I got for the Warriors. Nowhere to hide. And they start playing that song. I I have to imagine when they reboot this movie, we're gonna get forty minutes of backstory on DJ. Yeah. Well, of course, we need to know our motivation for helping the Gramercy Revs. Exactly. So now we're back. The we got all these the gangs are hearing the message like there's a contract out on the warriors and they want to make that fucking money so all the gangs are getting are like out on the streets looking for the fucking warriors yeah nice montage gangs strutting drinking getting their weapons ready the baseball theories are picking their bats up off the you know the getting into the on deck circle doing a couple swings with the weights right. steve james is just doing pull ups on a tree branch I always hold his shirt while he does it. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> and we it's we got an incredibly moist alley going on right now. <laughs> oh god, it's I the think the, the the Zanies Arghthas that gang was looking for <laughs> that's their territory. They only hang out in they alleys. Can, they I own every alley in New York. And like Ninja Turtles, I I've seen it before where they disappear into the, like the sewer system and appear in another alley yeah. like instantly. Yeah. It's a little it's like uh, Michael tra- Jackson in Thriller. It's a little trash lodge, you know, trickery. Yeah. And 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 like uh, Detroit, there's actually fog coming up from the smoke coming up from the yeah. manholes. Don't even get us started on the Breen team. <laughs> no, no, the Breen team. <laughs> and so they they're they're like underneath the bridge that the, the the train is on, and they're they're like all right. They see the entranceway, but they know somebody's got to be waiting for them. And it's the fucking Turnbull ACs, the most racially diverse skinhead gang you're ever gonna see. I know they, they got a, they're they're so such a family. They have a Partridge Family bus that they use. I, I kind of love this because there's a couple different gangs who travel around in the same vehicle together, like they are oh. mobile, and I like that. I like this idea. Yeah, so they get a school bus. So the Warriors are like standing back and they're waiting for the train, and of course Ajax, let's just get right up there. <laughs> there's no train. Everybody's out looking for us, and the cops are. Everywhere, all ten thousand of them. So they're gonna lay back, and that's when, of course, you know the, the Turnbull ACs, Turnbulls, and they drive right past them. They're like, Whoosh, "Thank God!" But then the Turnbulls, they sense something's amiss. So they turn around. Yeah, they hear the train coming, and they're like, "Oh shit, here's our chance!" And then they look down the street, and it just so happens that the Turnbull ACs are turning a bull. Yes, and so for, I like that they're. They're nice enough to go slow enough that they don't run the Warriors over. The Warriors are right in the middle of the street, and they're going super slow chasing them. What? I guess the it's that it's the I guess they just want to. Well, I think I no, I think Masai did want them uh, alive if they could. So he did say, uh, "Bring them here alive if you have to." Murder the suckers. So maybe that's why they were letting them off the hook. That might have been. Because they're going like five miles an hour. It's either that or there's something about running like an actual style. You should be when a car is bearing down on you. Like maybe maybe the, Zargath- the Zangi Zargathas. Uh, Zargathas, yeah. Maybe they're lurking here too, and they're, that's why they didn't want to dart off. And ever- I don't know. There's questions to be asked. But I also like when the Warriors finally make it to the staircase that goes up to the train – 
they like they're going five miles an hour and they still pass by the staircase by like twenty feet. Like they couldn't just put put the foot when on the brake. When you have that much uh, excess weight on your vehicle, <laughs> it's going to take a while to slow down. So that's that got to be it. Well, you had eight hundred people in there. Okay. So the guys, by the skin of their teeth, they make it on the train. They barely get on there. Yeah, and they're for all... some reason the Turnbulls had to get in the car that they're in. They couldn't just get in the car they're near. They they're like they're getting away. And it's like, yeah. guy, there's a door right here. You could just get on the train. Right, they could be on the same train with them. They could look in the window. <laughs> there might have been the door that they could have. Yeah, they could go through. Push it, yeah. right through. Yeah. But that's how I imagine. I've seen them work in the past. So th- this logic, a little iffy, but whatever. Well, maybe they're they're the dumbest gang in New York. Apparently, well, skinheads are pretty fucking stupid. Yeah. So. So they get away, and they're just, woo, we're going to do it. I'm going to be nailing Will and Coney all day long. <laughs> uh, I did like that they had Coney dogs. That was like they're on the back of their jeans. They had Coney dogs. And that's of course, good. Chili mustard and onion. That's Coney dog, people. That's Anything Coney else, dog. that's not a Coney dog. Yeah, they've got a vendor. Yeah. They got a vendor in their territory. And so like, they're just ready to nail Will and have some good time. So Riff get back to, the, uh, to Maasai. He gets word. Somebody whispers in the ear. Warriors got on their train. And he's like, okay. Hmm. I think I'll go ahead and start a fire. We didn't start the fire. We didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. That's a good Billy Joel trick right there. And, yes, somebody, they sent out, one of the gangs decides, well, I'll just start a fire at one of the stops, and then what the fuck are they going to do? Yeah. And it works because the Warriors are like, fuck, we got to get off. DJ probably played that song, and we all know there's a hidden code in that song that that brings up the stop that they got stopped at. Oh, my God. This... The layers in this movie, yeah, incredible. Yeah. That'd be hard to. Just, there's so much info, and we didn't start the fire. It's hard to this is stern that part, discern that you should light a fire. That part where uh, Billy Joel invented freestyle rapping. now that that's the first freestyle rap ever recorded. So now they're fucked. They're like shit because like the next stop, they got they got to get off the fucking train. So like fuck, are we gonna have to walk this fucking you no know, Coney Island? Well, have to at least skip to the next stop or something. Oh, it, they'll figure it out. Cut to the next scene. This is where we get like we're confused again about Luther because he's talking to someone on the phone who knows he's giving him information. So once again, Griffin are thinking it's the cops. Yeah, it's got to be. I'm serious. We got Mandela affected, which is the reverse yeah. of the Mandela effect, yeah. where we had our memories taken from us. Yes, it had to be the cops. They're hanging out at a candy shop. They're just helping themselves, getting the chunkies. Like even the bad candy they're taking. Like give me a chunky. Nobody buys chunkies. Well, they didn't <laughs> buy it. So there <laughs> well, you that's go. the thing. They're grabbing it, and then the girl, as soon as they're leaving, he's like, come on, get the fuck out of here. Question. Charleston Chew. Have you ever had one? I think I have, like, decades ago. I didn't like it. <laughs> Isn't it a, like a taffy-type thing? Uh, no, it's like a, I think it's a mallow uh, chocolate situation. I just think of being sticky for it, some it's like yeah. It is sticky. Yeah. It is. I, I had my first bite last night. And I didn't know they made them anymore. Yeah, they, oh, that wow. was a whole story. Apparently, they're very hard to find, and you're either going to pay here's, for here's, here's a nerd tidbit for you. All you people that love the, the comic, the TV show Peacemaker, Car- Charleston Candy Company had a comic book company. Peacemaker was a Charleston comic character <laughs> that DC Comics bought Interesting. in the 80s. Yes. But... um. What I've been uh, uh, told is that you're either going to find Charleston Chew today for five dollars for a normal size bar or a king size bar for fifty cents. Hmm. So it, wherever you go, it's going to be somewhere in between, or that or that. So the the when they're leaving, the girl finally gives up the balls. Like 
aren't you gonna pay for that? For what? And he like just hurls a Charleston shoe at the girl. <laughs> I read this shit. And then they just take off. I think you're even thinking of the wrong scene, but who cares? It just matters that he got the phone call out there. Yeah, no, they, talking they, with somebody. The same they were at the they were at the, the candy shop. Sure. So you don't believe me? I don't know. <laughs> but all we need to know is. But Luther- he's like the the message he gets is why we're also thinking it's the cops. We got to fucking kill the warriors before they find out we did it. Right. So that's the whole thing why Luther's stressing out. Yeah. All right. So the the warriors, of course, continuing on foot. And I think they were talking about just getting to the next uh, train yeah, station sure. and everything. Right. But they have to pass through some territory. And if, uh, the orphans don't even know how to stamp. Or stamp. They don't They don't know how to snap. They don't know how to do anything in tune. They're just a mess of human beings. They days. don't know how to do anything intimidating. These are the losers of New York. They're a gang because nobody other gang would want them. Right. They're the rejects. They're malnourished. They're full of soot and dirt. And little orphan Annie would have fit in perfectly. Actually, she has too much talent and agility. She would not fit in. So... They, we see they're, like, lurking on top of buildings. They're good at that. They're good yeah. at lurking. Well, because they hide. They're cowards. They are cowards, yeah. And Fox is like, get a look at this shit. These fucking, like, swans like, okay, I get it. And then we see, they don't name him. His name's Sully. He's the head of the orphans. Okay. He looks like a Sully. Because he's got a lazy eye. I think he was in an episode of Seinfeld. I could see that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he looks like a bitch. He does. And he's got like a he's got a fucking Juan Epstein for his white hand man some like Puerto Rican dude with a giant afro yeah. and and it's like hey man you're walking through our turf Swan Accord Ajax let's just beat their asses <laughs> look at them they're again they're malnourished so he could right. they could easily taken all forty of them but you know Swan's just like if we're gonna get through this if we're gonna go. Five to a hundred fifty to a hundred miles all the way back to Coney Island, we're gonna have to not fight every single human being. Right. So he's like, I'm gonna go up there. Cooler heads prevail. Cooler heads prevail. I'm gonna go up there. I'm gonna bring who was it he brought? Foxy? Fox. He's like, Foxy, come with me. We're gonna parlay these motherfuckers. He's right. got Swan's got mad diplomatic skills. Right. He's he said he's a perfect leader. He's just calm, cool, and collected. Yeah. So he walks up and of course Soli is just Raining it down on him. You think you can just walk through our territory? We can't allow anything like that. Well, he's like, well, no, they explain why they're there. Well, yeah, but of course, Soli had to put up a tough front first. And he's like, cool, baby, cool. Yeah. You respect your territory. He's like, what are you doing here? Well, there was the big gathering of the Thuggalos. What? (laughs) The Thuggalos? We're not Thuggalo material? We we drink nothing but Fago. Look at our teeth. What are you talking about? If there was a gathering of the Thuggalos, we would be invited. Oh, this gets Swan. He's if he had a shirt, he'd be pulling at the neck. You know, the, the I don't even know what the call is that. But he he would have been pulling at his shirt, but he doesn't have one. So he's just it's like collar, collar. Yeah. That's the collar I was going for. Yeah. So Swan immediately pulls it into less about us, more about you. Tell me, <laughs> are you guys seem like you're pretty fucking tough? Are you like in newspapers or anything? It's funny you should mention that. And fucking Sully pulls out a newspaper about you know <laughs> the dastardly clipping. yeah of the dastardly deeds they've been up to. You're like wow, that's that's like Fox. Like that's really fucking cool, man. We don't even get that kind of media, you know, publicity. Sully is completely sold on it. Yeah, he's they like, charmed him. He's like, fuck yeah, you guys are badasses. Next time you need some help, call on the orphans. We'll help you out. 
and then you hear two fucking heels click clacking and then and a, a, a whistle. I don't know. That's the matter, you. We get this chick with the <laughs> most obnoxious, like fake New York New York accent. It's like you gonna let those fucking pussies like go, these gang go right through your territory? What the fuck? Get out of here! This is crazy. Yeah, and then she gets down on the stoop off the stoop, and she's like, "Give me your vest if you want to walk through here." She. She wasn't wearing a bra, and her nips were pretty hard. Well, she just said, she she, "Well, it's obviously she she's trying to work her way up, you know." Yeah, she oh, yeah. Uh, because she, she, I don't know. It felt like she was like everybody in the orphan sister or something. Mean older sister. That's what I thought was happening. So she like, but she likes to be in charge. So she's so she's got to start on the bottom. So she's with the orphans first because she knows she can control these guys. Hey, no at least problem. I got newspaper clippings, right? And but she wants to work. She sees Swan. She likes to cut his jib. And she, in the cut of his vest too. That's right. And she's like, "I want that vest." And that—that's no. You do not ask Swan for his vest. And Soli, he's even—he's like, "Yeah, you know what? If Mercy's gonna be fucking overshadowing me, or I'm supposed to be the leader." So now Soli's suddenly got some balls on him. He's like, "That's right. If you want to walk through here, we can't just let anybody. If we're gonna be bigger than newspapers, if we're gonna make it to like something like One American News." We can't be letting you guys just walk through here with your colors on. You got to take the vest off to walk through. And fucking Swan says two words. Fuck that. And I'm thinking the orphans are ready to throw down now. No, they go run inside their apartment. (laughs) They uh, huddle up, think of a plan, and the fucking warriors just keep on walking back into the next train station. And now we just get this nice tense transition scene of Mercy going through the empty streets. And Mm -hmm. it's so this is a really cool shot. I really like this. Where, yeah, she's just going through. Everything's empty. It's fucking heels echoing off all the empty buildings. Then she hops up on the sidewalk, and suddenly she's grabbed. I'm waiting for the orphans to pop out at any second, not Ajax to grab this woman and right, practically he, assault her. Well, no, he was. They're playing. He's like, hey, man, ain't up for some sheep sharing tonight? <laughs> and like, and Swan, like, he wouldn't do this, but he's like, he knows this bitch is going to be put in her place. So he's like... Maybe we should run a train on this fucking broad here. And she's a little smile on her face. Like, I think she was kind of like looking forward to that. She's like, finally, these guys who can do dicks work. <laughs> the orphan's dicks don't work. But he's like, he just wants to scare her. Yeah. So he's just like, why don't you just hit the bricks, babe? Right. He's trying to like really test her metal and everything. And that's when the orphans finally show up. And you think they would just jump them. No, they go to the other side of the street, reveal that they have weapons. They've got slingshots. They've got slings. They've got slingshots. You know, they're the worst. they got a squirt gun. I mean, it's like, guys, <laughs> yeah. come on. Rolling pin. <laughs> and, like, fucking, they, but like, Swan, like, rolls his eyes, like, Coach Cheese, come here. You got... You got that fucking bottle? Yeah. Of course I do. He wears like a fucking bottle of Hennessy around his neck. There is a moment where he, Swan, reaches under Mercy's dress and rips yeah. her underwear off? I No. I, what was that? I, 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 That's what it looked like? Yeah. But it was like he ripped off a piece of her dress. Okay. But yes. it was did. It, they, the way it looked, it looked, but then he saw it and it matched her dress. Okay. Yeah. It, it was like to be the... Yeah. Okay. Be the fuse. Fuse for the mouth. Right. Okay. So, like, you know, like, Coach, he's like, you know, I'll go anywhere with my handy. He's got the Hennessy fucking thing. Hey. Mm-hmm. And then he hands it to him. Ripped, like you said. He grabs the cooch, rips off, puts it in, hurls it at a car. That's another... That's, he, hurl it, he couldn't hurl it right at the orphans, but he hurls it at a car. Yeah. And, and then they, the orphans see it. They're like, 
fucking shit. <laughs> and they run. They're Frankenstein all of a sudden. Yes. They're scared of fire. The car does blow up immediately, which wouldn't happen. But, right. Uh, uh, I also love that the orphans just wrote into their on their shirts, the orphans in soot. <laughs> because they suck. They suck. They're off. Yeah. All right. So after that, they just run away and... They get onto the train. It's not as close as the, you know, the Turnbull ACs. So they just get right on the train. And, of course, they they look back and they're like, why the fuck are we running from these pussies? But Mercy's with them as well. Right. Well, yeah, she's working her way up, man. She's like, those guys are my past. This is my future as the Warriors. All right, Murray, let's go back to your gang for an update. You know, they, they hear this band of the gang, the orphans get wasted. Fucking besides, like, who the fuck are the orphans? He's like... <laughs> This is some non-affiliated group. I don't fucking know. And he's like, send message to the DJ. So the DJ lets it up. You know, hey, everybody. Somebody fucked an orphan late, late uh, a few minutes ago. He's still out there. Go look for him. And uh, Luther's getting more news about, I guess this was from, I think he was talking on the phone again. He's getting more info about uh, the Warriors' whereabouts. And he's like, you know what? can meet them at the 96th straight station and yes that's the thing somebody's giving them information we never fucking learn who this person is it's gotta be the fbi or the cia or something but they head out they get in their hearse and they head out warriors are sitting at the train it's not moving it's just sitting there they're yeah like, they're like what the fuck and again, enough, this movie does such a good job with these ten. But that scenes. also tells me that Luther had to be talking to the cops because the cops show up at the place that, that they told the, the Warriors were going to be. It was the 96 station, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Okay. So that very subtle way of mentioning that yeah. the cops were involved. Very good job. Yeah. So they're sitting there, and they're finally starting to realize it's way too quiet for New York City. And then they start hearing the footsteps, and they're like, fucking Sargathas don't lurk in here. Can't be them. They don't wear tap shoes. And they don't wear tap shoes. It's got to be the fucking police. So they start seeing the cops pop out. They all start running. They all scatter. We get they split get... up into two groups. Yeah. Mercy's got uh, being has her hand being held by Fox. She's wearing fucking heels, and right. she's sprinting around the fucking New York subway system. That's insane. Right. And then a cop grabs Fox. There's a struggle. They're struggling on the ground right next to the there's a train coming. Cop. Throws Fox in front of the train. Yep. The last we ever see a Fox. Yep. But Mercy gets away. Yeah, she does get away. That's it. She's a survivor. All right. And then we get outside to street level where Swan, Ajax, Snow, and Cowboy are being chased down. They oh, they got out to street level. They get up there, and then suddenly, there they are, the baseball furies. And they get one whiff of Steve James that well, tastes you, just, you notice James. one's got amazing pecs. Amazing pecs. And he's and he also he's the only one not wearing a shirt. Yeah, but <laughs> well, we know they, Steve James never wears a shirt. Yeah, and the other thing is like they're wearing the old timey baseball pants, so they're like pantaloons. You know, they're balloon yeah. pants and everything. Yeah. They're fitting Steve James snugly. So right. that's the other thing. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, you can't hide the you can't hide the 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 scent of the taste of James. Taste of taste Steve of James. James. The scent of Breen. Taste of James. Yeah, exactly. You can't hide it. You <laughs> can't. And even though he's got, he's wearing a wig to make his hair look like he's a white guy and he's wearing makeup, it's like he's not wearing a shirt. It's Steve James. We yeah. recognize those pecs anywhere. We recognize those pecs. We have massaged so much petroleum jelly into, well. well I haven't. Yeah. We've got I, a, I sell it. We've I got massage a, it. We've got a bust of his exact <laughs> pectoral. Well, petroleum thing. jelly comes in a, a jar shaped like <laughs> Steve James' chest. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Of course it does. 
So they they the 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 uh, are they I think they're at Central Park. They're in a park in they, Orlando. Yeah, they they take off all four take off on foot. They end up into in a I park. Have no, I, like, I, like I said, I don't know the geography. I know Central – no, it can't be Central Park. That's in Manhattan. It is some I kind don't know. of park. I don't know the geography of it's okay. New York. It's some kind of park. Yeah. And now we get the the four splitting into twos. Right. Cowboy and Ajax, I think, take yep. off. And they, they're the ones being chased uh, by the Baseball Furies. And then the other two, which was Snow and – or not – Swan yeah. and Ajax Swan. and Snow and Cowboy. Snow and Cowboy get split off. They, like, run off to the side. Oh. And then Snow and Ajax, or or wait, it was Ajax and Cowboy for sure. Ajax and Cow, okay. Then it's yeah. Swan, then you're right. Swan then it, and it's Snow. Swan and Snow. Okay, okay. So, anyways, what matters is that we follow along with Cowboy and Ajax. They literally uh, Swan and Snow just walk off the side. <laughs> they don't need to stop getting followed. Yeah, the fairies don't give a shit. <laughs> They're just like, no, we want that cowboy. Because Ajax a dick. Yeah, he's wearing the wrong kind of hat, so they want to beat his ass for it. So they, uh, Cowboy tells Ajax, dude, I got a stitch. I can't run anymore. I got bad cardio. Yeah. He's so, smoking as he's doing this. Well, that as well. Ajax hey. is like, fuck yeah, I want to beat these fucking queers up because he's always throwing the homophobic slurs. Always. And then he's like, let's do this shit. So they turn around. Cowboy immediately gets his ass beat. But <laughs> Ajax, oh man. Just like the real life Yankees, they fold when somebody stands up to them. That's right. And Ajax is just busting heads. And then... Swan and Snow, they come in from the side, they do a pincer move, and they start fucking shit up, and everybody in the Warriors gets the hold of those bats. Yeah. And they start fucking, they even fuck up Steve James. Whoo! Great right. acting, Steve, because we know they couldn't do that. Yeah, we you know, know you could have taken all four by yourself. It was right there when Menachem Golan goes, that That's man a- can be a sidekick to a white guy. Yeah. I already know what would have happened in that fight. The four would have jumped down on him. His sleeves would have blown off his body, and he would have thrown him with a bowling ball effect. I mean, Ajax is so confident. He's like, I'm going to shove that bat up your ass and turn you into a popsicle. Mm. So they take out. Well, the cat even was like, holy shit. He like gave a double take on that. Yeah. They take out the Furies, no problem. They suck. Like, much like the Yankees, they suck. All right. We get a couple quick cuts here. We got to have the DJ update. She's given the score. She's like, the Yankees lost tonight. It's all the fucking Warriors. And it's like, Warriors are a basketball team. What are you talking about? She's mixing up her sports teams. But, hey, it works. We get it. And then uh, we get a cut of what Vermin, Rambrandt, and Cochis are up to. They were part of the B group. Right. They're really a B group. I mean, there's like no one of note yeah, in this they're group. Still, they're still at the train station. And they're, they're like hanging out. And they notice these hot babes hanging out. And they're like, hey, man. If we're if we're gonna fucking be a friend for our lives, let's let's nail some wool while we're doing it. When in Union Square, <laughs> find some wool to nail. So hey, hey, why not? And they so they the girls are giving them the eye, so they're like, let's do this. Perfect segue into our next scene here. I love how they did this because uh, our A group is walking along in the park at night, and I was expecting fucking David has to pop out. Little Ricky, you know, do it at fucking... We are at the edge of the park. Exactly. I was waiting for the last house on the left. So, scary. This was very scary. But there's just a woman under a spotlight on a bench all by herself. So many Jethro songs, Jethro Tull songs start this way. And if Ajak were a listener of the greatest metal band of all time, they would... (laughs) Well, they won a Grammy, so they got to be the greatest. Oh, God. So, yeah. So, they're like... They're in, like, survival mode, but... Oh, when there's some wool to be nailed, Ajax is going to go there. So he's like, how about you guys go on without me? Yeah. Because the, the woman is giving him the eye, and he's just like, question. 
Isn't this kind of this seems kind of entrapment because it's like she is is interested in Ajax. She yeah. pretends to be interested in Ajax. Okay. So like is it attempted rape? I don't know what's going on. It's it's kind of like if you're like um well if you're pretending to be a drug dealer and you're like, "Hey, I got some drugs for you." Isn't that entrapment? It's 100% entrapment. Maybe Part of what she was interested, she really was interested in him, but then he got too aggressive and she said, no means no. And he said, fuck that. I'm going to put my swole in your wool. And that, that exactly, that line exactly put it over the top. And she's like, no. So yeah, it was fucked up to begin with, but then he turned into a super creep. So then he's just like, well, she's like, yeah, I like your muscles. And he starts flexing and shit like a 12 year old boy. And he's like, yeah, I use these muscles. Yeah, I can. I can use them on you. <laughs> and she's like, wow, it's, it's really uh, hot and romantic. And then he goes, ah! and then he just jumps on her. Yeah. And then there's a struggle, and then you click, and then we see she gets up, and she's like, hey, so I'm a cop. And he sees he's handcuffed to the park bench. Mm-hmm. And she starts blowing that. He's like, come on, lady. What's the, all of a sudden the badass disappears. Like, Please, lady, just let me go. I was just trying to rape you. It ain't nothing. I was trying to nail your wool. <laughs> And she's just like, fuck you. So Ajax is out of the game. He's arrested. Right. Cowboy circles back, sees that it's happening, and returns to, you know, let, let Swan know what's going on. But Swan, he's finally arriving. It looked like it. I thought it said it was the 96th station. I don't remember what station he's at. But he arrives at the station alone, and he just so happens to be greeted by Mercy. Mercy, this this scene is awkward because there's a whole – she's wearing a jacket. Yes. She's wearing the jacket because during the filming, she like fell and like broke her wrist, so she has a cast on her. Arm. Oh! But they go way overboard explaining this jacket. It's like, why are you wearing that jacket? Oh, I found it. What do you mean you found it? I don't know. I found it. Like, we don't need all this info. Well, she like, went on to say the cops are looking for a woman in pink. Right. She is still wearing a pink dress. <laughs> She's got the coat open, revealing her pink top. Like she's doing the barest minimus effort to hide this pink jacket like they didn't they didn't even try as hard as we usually do on these episodes and so yeah he's just like she still wants to be with him well she knows all the train stations by heart so she's like i could get you through the subway system no problem i crawl around all these railway systems it's no big deal so he's 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 invested in that so yeah they go down to where the trains are and then they see a cop swan still has his fury baseball bat so when the cop starts running to him, he hurls it at his shins, takes the cop out. Yeah. And then they're like, I guess all we can do is jump. There's a train coming. Let's just jump down on the tracks and outrun this train. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, they did it with the car earlier. Yeah, they were the bus, the train. Why not? Yeah. And so, yeah, apparently she's a fucking Ninja Turtle. She knows, like, the underground train system, too. That's what I was just saying. She gets that shit. I mean, she's got. she's had to claw her way up. She's tied up her bootstraps, a.k.a. her, her heels, and she's trying to reach the American dream. Meritocracy. So they take time. off down the tunnels. Now we're back to our vermin crew. They, they, they're at the, uh, the Lizzie's. Cause they, the girls, oh, yeah, we're the Lizzie's. We're a gang, too, you know. And he's like, wow, that's really fucking cool, you know. And they go back to their, their hangout. They got a fucking jukebox. I mean, they put up the least amount of resistance possible. They're like, girls like you usually have guys. Where are your guys? Like they're at some thuggalo party, getting asses shoved in their face and fago no, sodas and flash the wool. You know us guys. We're gonna be like, hey, let's do this. Yeah, we're, know we're running for our lives, but there's, can we get laid? Let's do this. So they go to the Lizzie's pad. 
Rembrandt suspicious. Very. Because he notices a lot of flannel going on. A lot of flannel. A lot of comfortable shoes. This is this is they, they might not be what they claim they're being, what they are. Okay. He's picking up on this. Yeah. Apparently the actor Rembrandt was gay in real life. Interesting. So the director didn't want him to be uncomfortable making out with the chick, so he gave him that role of being the guy that's just kind of like suspicious. He looked really good in that role too. So yeah, they're noticing there's like some Katie Lang CDs out there. You know, it's <laughs> like he's he's picking up. The other guys are in the pussy fog. They're just like yeah. Da, 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 da. Well, yeah, you got, you got the one Lizzie girl telling her any <laughs> girl you want. Like, imagine you're Ric Flair outside of the fucking Coliseum by the dumpster, line waiting for you. That's us right now. Who's first? And so he's looking over. He spots his girl. He's like, that's the one for me. So they start macking back to Swan and Mercy. They're, they have a little heart to heart. She's telling her, she, like, you know, tells her life stories. I just want to get the fuck out of here. You know, I want to live a better life, like in Coney Island. Yeah. And she, she wants him bad, and Swan's playing it cool. He's rejecting her heart because he's like, I'm not into your type. You go around. You, well, throw, no, you he, throw your wool on everybody's face. Well, no, he's, he's being the tease, dude. Oh, he's teasing? Because he starts kissing her. That's right. He does kiss and her. And then he just pushes the gives, He gives her straight-up blue beef, dude. That's oh. a female version of blue balls. <laughs> right. Because she's like, give it to me. And he's oh. like, no. And just walks away. Because <laughs> she wants it bad. Yeah. Her beef's blue. <laughs> and he just walks away. Walk. <laughs> Back to Vermin's crew. Things are getting hot and heavy. They're macking. They're making out. And then one of the girls. And then I love how this is. This is, makes me laugh how how much we've changed over the years. Okay, this is a forty year old movie, forty year plus movie. Okay, how subversive the scene is. How they they get on to what these girls aren't what they seem. Two girls just start dancing, dancing together. Not even like they're not even they're like arm like lengths away from each other. Their bodies aren't next to each other. But that is like. 40 years ago, it's holy fucking shit. They're two women dancing together. To use the old, like, junior high dance terminology, <laughs> is there room for Jesus in between you or something? There's plenty of room for Jesus. There is so much room for Jesus. They're dressed, like, heavily, so they're not even, like, in provocative clothing, and they're just kind of, like, breathing <laughs> on each other, and that's enough, apparently. <laughs> for in this... Rembrandt, he's like, oh, my God, they're lesbians. And then the door locks. One, they pull out the one gun they have. Well, yeah, and this is where we get a big piece of information because uh, Rembrandt, as soon as he hears that slide lock go down, he turns to the woman who did it, and she's just like, radio's out. You guys killed Cyrus. So now they know. They, yeah. didn't, they weren't aware that the radio was out uh, you know, to they get down. They had no idea why everyone's chasing them. Exactly. Until now. And then one of them slashes Rembrandt's arm, but they're still fucking teenage girls so the guys handle them pretty easily yeah i mean they they're, they're literally throwing women through tables <laughs> Shit. it's an aw match breaks out they're flaming tables i didn't get the ladder spot i it made no, no sense did you see the last they they did a trios match yesterday a three no, um, no that's not that's not torture our, our listeners oh that. okay we'll you're, right. That. You're, after, right. you're right you're right you're right you're right afterwards and he did beat the fuck but and they barely get they literally fucking Bust through the door, like broke it, break it down. You know what they say about you know when you open fire, you usually hurt somebody innocent. So they're shooting for the guys. The girls are shooting each other. You see, like five different women get shot by their own fucking Lizzie members. That's why you don't let women have guns? <laughs> That's the message to take away from this. 
So Rembrandt, he tells, he fills Vermin and Cochise, and he's like, dude, they think we fucking killed Cyrus, man. That's why everyone's fucking chasing us. And they're like, fuck, we got to get the fuck out of here. So now we're back over to Swan. He's off on his own, of course, but he's he's off the tracks. He's right. into like you know the subway system again, and he's just walking around. And then you know, me and Murray get stalked all the time by rollerbladers or roller skaters excuse yeah, me they're they're always lurking on us for nothing, some reason there's nothing more intimidating than guys in bib overalls and skates nothing the and chuckies they call, they call the why are they called the punks they should be the chuckies <laughs> you're right because yeah, I, I guess they're, they're they're the true meaning of the word punk which is the guy who gets fucked in jail oh but, okay but uh yeah so they their 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 outfit is bib overalls and roller skates and i'm, I'm sorry when i was a kid Roller skating was for girls. Guys did not roller skate. So when there's a gang of roller skaters, maybe they're the toughest gang in the fucking city. If they're like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna rock some roller skates. I mean, it doesn't make sense. I don't think fighting with roller skates would make sense. No, there's clear. Not all of them are wearing roller skates, so you do have to. Uh, no, they are. They just magically disappear oh, when the did. fight breaks out. Interesting, yes. because no one could fight in roller skates. Right, I did not realize that. Because I thought they just had like a fucking. They did not have the shoes of the the the, 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 <laughs> the, the wheelies. Yes. Oh my god. Anyways, so they're like stalking Swan, and uh, you know, there's a nice scene where. Swan meets up with Mercy. Like, Mercy happens on him. They're, like, in some weird arcade in the middle of the subway system. I don't know what was going on with this. Yeah, they just threw a lot of shit down (laughs) down in the subway systems in those days. Humans, rats, uh, punks, Mercy. So she's like, hey, those guys over there want to beat your ass. Well, she's like, hey, those guys there, they're looking at you. And he's like, I fucking know, bitch. Yeah. And so it just so happens that uh, beyond Mercy, he sees that his boys are rolling up. All six of them are left. I think there's nah, I think there's like four left. There's Cochise, we lost Fox. Vermin, Cochise, Rembrandt. I think that's it. And Swan. I don't know who else is left. They lost three members, and so Snow, there's six Rembrandt, left. Snow, five members would have and come Cowboy. Home. Yeah. Okay. Because they lost Fox, Ajax, and uh, Cleon, so they're down to six. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he sees them, and he just, Swan just does a little gesture, and these guys they read eyes. Right. So he, they they know they turn they see the men's room bathroom and they're like oh we know the fucking bathroom blitz technique so they, they yeah that doesn't like how dumb are the punks like let's go in the bathroom and then we'll just like why would you follow them you know it's a trap they didn't see them that's what they're trying they, to tell well, us. I, well there was a scene where where Swan goes woo that Vinny's oh and then he goes into the bathroom and then right. I think they're gonna they probably think they're gonna be vulnerable now because. You're you're never at your most vulnerable when you're in the middle of any shit. You right. you can't stop it, dude. They were nervous to take it, being six on one, but when they heard about the Vinnies, they were like, "We can six on one this guy. <laughs> yeah, we can take these guys. Yeah, it's gonna smell pretty bad, but we'll take." <laughs> so it. they 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 roll into the bathroom and they see there's no feet underneath the stalls. Very strange. So what do they do? They just open a door. Rembrandt fucking spray paints. That's all he can do. He's a fucking geek. Yeah. And then a fucking Batman, 60s Batman fight breaks out. It's wham, bam, bam. And then the, the fucking roller skates magically disappear off these guys' feet so they can fight. Okay. And But they get their ass still handed to them because the, the fucking... I think this was the same bathroom from class in 1984. It, it was weird. definitely. I saw that fucking giant circular, you know, <laughs> faucet. Very roomy. Very roomy. Good fight. I really enjoyed this fight. You got a lot of head bonking. I saw somebody bulldog somebody. 
Uh, it was uh, Cochise, I think, who grabbed the guy with the chains and threw him over his back. That fucking, was fucking Swan cool. throws a guy through a fucking stall. That like, was really fuck, and he did the flip yeah, into it. Yeah. Oh, very cool, very good way to get a fight across. Not a lot of quick cuts, just anarchy. It was yeah. awesome. I loved it. Like a real fight. And even Mercy jumped in and bites a punk. She does bites him on his shoulder. So you could say that she did more than Rembrandt. She did. So then we cut back to the riff lair. Was was this guy like some white? They're hauling in some white guy. Was he a member of the Rogues? I couldn't tell what he was a member. He had like bumper stickers all over his arms. And yeah, shit. he had like the fucking fucking uh, sparrow fucking tattoos on his chest. Fucking yeah. cliche. He's a he's a well, what's that fucking t- hipster douchebag uh, like rum or whiskey Sailor Jerry or some shit. Oh, like, Sailor Jerry. He's got the Sailor Jerry tattoos yeah. going, and they're like. Hey, man, the Warriors, we haven't found him, but this guy's got something he needs to tell you. And he tells uh, Masai that, like, Warriors didn't do it. It was fucking Luther. So I don't know. So I'm going to say he was a rogue. And I'm saying, I'm going to say right now, Luther's working with the cops. This guy found out about it. He betrayed their fucking gang. So he's going to betray Luther. That makes sense. Okay. I like it. That would exp- that could explain why he knew where... Uh- like where why Riff knew where to go, but then again, the Riffs probably just were going to go to Coney Island anyway because that's the Warriors' territory. Right. A- anyway, so they finally get on another train. This is they're finally going to get home as they're as they're on the train. A nice suburban prom goers hop on the train. It's a tense moment again. Another tense scene here. Well, it's like you said, the theme of this movie is classism and shit, you know, and like so the haves and the have-nots. So we see. Mercy's looking at them. That's the life she wanted to have as a kid. Swan is just fucking staring daggers at these motherfuckers. And so they're like, they feel it. They're reading Swan's eyes. Oh, yeah. And like, I think this is our step. And they get off. There's a nice moment where one of the girls looks up and sees Mercy, and Mercy gets embarrassed, and she's well, trying to like fix herself she's a covered bit. in filth. Yeah, and Swan like swats her hand away. Right, because he's like, fuck these people. We don't exactly. need to get their fucking Exactly, you don't need to be ashamed of who you are. I was, ju- I just saw The Outsiders last night. It's like a moment from the Soches and the, the Greasers. Yeah, the fucking Pony Boy. Pony Boy, Soda, stay golden. Soda Pop, or where the fuck? Yeah, it was called? Soda Pop, Cruise. Uh, yeah. Tom Waits is in that movie. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have a fucking line in it, unfortunately, but I recognize them. So they go exit stage left, and they get off, and a girl drops her corsage, and like an artistic moment, the, yeah. the loss of innocence. I don't know. They finally get to Coney Island. As they're getting out, Swan picks up that corsage. She's like, hey, I got this for you. You ain't beautiful like this flower, but I hear your wool is gold. No, he's just like, oh, it's like the Golden Fleece from Jason and the Argonauts. That's no, right. he's just like, I just hate seeing something go to waste. <laughs> yeah, it was his life. And so now like, they're home freaks. They're in Coney Island. So they're, they're walking. They're, they're literally at the, the, the amusement park of Coney Island is their fucking turf. Yeah, and it's just complete. We couldn't see it in the first scene because it was dark, but it's disheveled. It looks right. like hell. And Swan, I think it was Swan. It's just like. Maybe this wasn't worth returning to. <laughs> right. He's like, I need to get the fuck out of here. 
And she's like, hey, man, you know me. I love to travel. He's like, bitch, I've known you four hours. I don't where, know what anything about you. Where the fuck have you ever been? You've been crawling around in the fucking train, the railways and shit. She's like, but I know me and I would like to leave. Right. So they both just went out of this. Much like everybody, every hero from our Black Exploitation History Month, they're trapped in a life they don't want to lead. Yeah. Lead. And so does Swan. And so um, they see. Then we see the the, the rogue's car, the, the, the spray painted hearse rolls up. Yeah, and they're like, "All right, we got to take care of these guys." Yeah, they don't even have to look back to know they're behind them. And so they start charging forth, and they like go under an overpass or something. Well, they're like, like pier, maybe. Like, a, like yeah, like a boardwalk type. Yeah, thing. they're like, this is this has made no sense. Okay. They're at their home turf now. We figured their weapons were there. No. no. They're like, grab some pipes and some boards. This really frustrated me because I was like, no, it's their home turf. Like, they go to their hidey hole. They have weapons stored. Ever- no. They're ripping fucking <laughs> copper piping off a building and shit. It was fucking they're weird. They're scrapping. They're it's scrapping. like, dude, no time for scrapping. There's, we got to really do some scrapping. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're, their plan is they're going to lure the rogues onto the beach. I'm throwing uh, in the water. Maybe, I, maybe they're like the Wicked Witch of the West. Maybe they know the rogues can't swim, yeah. but they can swim. So if things start going poorly, they'll just go swim out for a little bit. Okay. So this is where we get the fucking scene. Everybody remembers from the fucking uh, the, the Warriors. Uh, David Patrick Kelly improvised this scene. Oh, nice. Guy was just like, come up with something. And he came up with something he said a bully would do to him when he was growing up. Oh, good. So, of course, you uh, should we play it? We, I mean, eh, everyone know. knows he, it. I don't he, care. You know it. Come out and play. It's our birthday episode. I don't want to fucking do extra work. Okay, you want Okay. So, you know, he clinks the fucking bottle, says, come out to play. Oh, good. And they do come out to play. They lure him away to the beach. There's, there's going to be a fucking rumble. Swan's just like, before we get into this, why the fuck did you kill Cyrus? This is what I'm waiting to hear. I'm working with the cops. They're paying me or something. No. He's just like, I don't know. I just like doing shit. I love it. Best motivation <laughs> I've seen in a villain. No, in that a would long be time. perfect if we didn't have. They weren't teasing. They weren't cop teasing us with these phone calls. Yeah, if it was just like he's a nut that just does crazy shit. I totally get it. it. Makes sense. I like it better that he didn't fucking. If that's what he was doing, which we both suspect he was, mm. I love it better that he's just like I just like fucking <laughs> anarchy. I just love shit. I love fucking violence. I want violence. And then. Then as that's happening, the fucking Gramercy riffs roll up. Who have like a thousand guys in their gang. Did we know that they rolled up at this point? Because we do get a square off with Swan. Because Swan's like, or oh, you're Luther's right, yeah. like, I want you now. And so Swan's like, fucking let's do this. But Luther immediately just pulls out his gun. <laughs> he, no honor among thieves, you know. Oh, or rogues. Or rogues. He is ready to shoot him. Well, because he's scared shitless because he thinks nobody knows the Warriors fucking killed, I mean, didn't kill Cyrus. Right. So he just wants to get this over with. Right. So he's getting ready to shoot him and fucking Swan showing why he's the war chief. He does this beautiful little matrix. He's, just he's got twist. his switchblade in the back of his belt. And the, yep. Yeah. And he, he does a nice shoulder roll and then throws the knife and hits fucking uh, Luther in the wrist. His gun. That's amazing. <laughs> he's the most bitchiest ass scream I've ever heard. No. <laughs> Sting right now. And he's got it's like sticking out of his fucking forearm, and uh, 
Swan does a great movie, pulls it out and wipes the blood off on his rock star hair. So, so good, so good. And this is where right. Masai and the Rich. Another fucking mutant turtle reference. They're Casey Jones in it. They got the fucking hockey sticks. Mm-hmm. And so they're yeah, there's it's like a fucking thousand. They, the the Gramercy Rift should have just taken over New York. Fuck the rest of the gang. Right. Uh and Swan media is just like, you guys looking for something? He's like, we found what we're looking for, and they're picking up Luther. No! The Warriors did it, not the Eagles. He said, we found what we were looking for. Then Masai goes up to Swan and goes, you Warriors, you're good. And then Swan goes, we're the best. Yeah, well, we're the rest. I don't think that's supposed to be, like, that's what Masai says back to them. And I was like. Well, he's like, I think he's trying to say, like, watch yourself, son. Like. I know you think you, you know you're a little cocky right now, but we're the rest. Like we run this fucking yeah. Scene. Stay in Coney Island. We don't want it. Yeah, you guys can be the best of this shithole. Like <laughs> the fucking Ferris wheel doesn't even work. We try to fucking get a hot dog. You don't even have a vendor. And here. the only way you end a great movie was was a limp dick Joe Walsh song. What the fuck is that about? Oh, what song is it again? I don't fucking know. I hate it. I turned it off. I I'm hate get, Joe. I'm, I'm, it was, I'm, I, I, I'm glad it wasn't. Life's been good to me so far. Life's I fucking hate been good. My Maserati. Shut the fuck up. That is such a weird song. How did that end up being a radio hit? Because people have bad taste. People do have really bad taste. Griff. Thank you. First of all, there you have it. You're welcome. That's your birthday present. I expect uh, you can send uh, any birthday presents to us at to... Uh, uh, care of Mattingly at uh, Golden Gold Theater Podcast. He'll yes. sort it out. We'll go through it. We we don't like it. We will just throw it in the trash. <laughs> so think very carefully. We have a lot of shit. Um, Griff, I remember a time. You're gonna think this is crazy, but there was a time when all Americans hated Russians. This is true, and I want to bring that back because now apparently, if if uh, there's because some. A loser ex-president who owes a shit ton of money to the Russian mob yeah. says the Russians are okay. Then half of our country says the Russians are okay. The Russians aren't okay. They've never been okay. Fuck the Russians. Kill a commie for mommy. And we're gonna we're gonna uh, we got a guy who uh, believes in that wholeheartedly, and his name is John John Rambo. Oh, John Rambo. That's right, people. Next week. Are we going to win this time? Yeah, we're all going to win this time because we're covering Rambo First Blood Part 2. It keeps getting better every fucking week. March Madness is going crazy. See you then for Rambo First Blood Part 2 and keep it warm.